Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Alright, so let's get into some news here after we just did the predictions for Money in the Bank and then just ran through SmackDown real quick. Um, it's me and Prime right now. So, we the next big pay-per-view on WWE's schedule is SummerSlam in August. And that's supposed to be at the TD Garden Arena uh, in um, Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. Sasha Banks' hometown. Yep. And uh, so, that's what they were hoping for is that everything that happened at WrestleMania, they were... Uh, they can make up for it at SummerSlam because that's, that's their next biggest show. Uh, well, we got a little bit of bad news. <laughs> I got some bad news. <laughs> like, uh, the Boston uh, governor said that there will be no live, big live crowds this summer. Period. There will be no music events. No concerts, no basketball games, no preseason football games, no wrestling. Where's Fenway Park? Is that Boston too? Fenway Park? It It is in Boston. Alright. I'm just saying, because Fenway Fenway Park has a big event coming up, which they have not canceled yet. So I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. Even though it is in September, but it's like a month after. I don't think they're going to risk it, but... We'll see. I, I see. Well, yeah. So since the mayor, I said I said the governor, the mayor bans the uh, the um, large events. So this could mean SummerSlam may have to take place in the performance center. However, <laughs> wait a minute, brother. Uh, Somebody <laughs> came up with an awesome idea, brother. You have to check it out. Hulk Hogan has offered to host SummerSlam. In his private, at his private beach in no, we Miami. Good. We good. <laughs> I, I have it at full sail. It's a change of scenery. Full sail. He said, he said, wait a minute. We good. <laughs> yep. no, so, so you don't want Hogan's, because you, you know, if Hogan, if they accept Hogan's invitation, right? You know, Hogan's going to be like, you know, saying, <laughs> 
This is going to be the, the, the second outdoor SummerSlam, brother. And it's going to happen on my beach. First, I know Hogan had a private beach. I, yeah, he got a whole, like, shop and everything. Oh, that's right. You know he do. Because, you know, Hogan's like Spike Lee. You know, he's from Georgia. <laughs> Except, you know, he be repping Miami hard. You gotta get those steaks and weights, clanging and banging, brother. <laughs> you gotta do it. Oh God! So look, real talk. What's your take on it? I mean, honestly, aside from Hogan, uh, the scenery could could make it look fantastic. It, you know, it could like, look, it could like old school yeah. WCW bash at the beach stuff. Or even that episode of Baywatch, <laughs> uh, where they was all on there. But no, I'm saying like, if literally, like if if there's no Hogan's related stuff, like we don't have to have Hogan, Hulk Hogan on the ring on the ring post or Hulk Hogan name on the banner on the bottom. <laughs> we don't have to come out of Hulk Hogan's arms and nothing like that. No, that every draw. It'd be cool. But yeah, it, it'll be cool if they can li- literally do it without being like. This is Hulk Hogan. We just say we're from we're at the beach, Hulk Hogan's beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where I don't I don't want them being like we're here at Hulk Hogan's house. Here's <laughs> Hulk Hogan now. I don't like, we can't be doing all that. Yeah, you know I do agree with you because you know what Summer it, it it would make sense SummerSlam on a beach in Miami. I think it will look it'll, it'll be really cool. First of all, the whole scenery you, actually actually. You just made me think of something. Never okay. mind. No, no, no. Go ahead. You got to say it now. In, in, in Miami. In Miami. Never mind. <laughs> it's like 120 degrees outside. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what y'all threw that, wrestlers. I apologize. Now, even if they even if they, even if they near the water, you know what I'm saying? 120 degrees. I, am, I apologize. It's so cool. Be hot. Yes. That's how Hogan be getting his tans. He was out there, brother, just with the mirror <laughs> and getting the tans. Look. I mean, look. I, I, no, yeah, you go, my uh, bad. Look, I, I, I know probably how, but I'm saying, like, it's kind of like, like I said, what WCW used to do the old bash at the beach things, on, you know, on the beach, stuff like that. Now, I'm not saying every match has to be like a, you know, a volleyball match, something like that. Everybody has to come out there barefoot. <laughs> no. You can set up a ring. You, you, you can set up, you know, the mats on the outside. You can, you can set up everything that needs to, needs to happen. And a whole tight shot. You could, you, they, they could really, because it's WWE. They could really make it uh, look great. It's just that I don't. If we're being honest, huh? they could they could sit up in the middle of the ring. If we in the middle of the water, if we're being honest, which yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, find a way. But but hey, okay, they, they're not doing that. But they, they do the beach. Look, no, that's fine. But the thing is, I can see Hogan wanting to host SummerSlam. I can see Hogan wanting to have a Hall of Fame. And there, and he hosts the Hall of Fame. Uh, or if he don't host, Hogan got to come out during SummerSlam at some point because that's Hogan's ego. That's his ego. And you know what? Something that that can really turn out to be really, really cool. Hogan will find a way to inject himself to mess the whole thing up. This is proof. So, what do you think is going to probably happen? Like, obviously, he had the idea. And, I mean, look, maybe Vince will give us some thought, but what do you truly think will happen for SummerSlam uh, this year? If to be the- honest with you, I think they might go back to the headquarters, take all the trees away, and just make it more beachy attire. 
It'll be outside. They can do it during the daytime. I think, you know they, I think that'd, that'd be, be good. Be, it's actually outside. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Make I, a stage or something. Yeah, I think I think that'd be the best way to make it feel like Summer something Slam. different and also like SummerSlam. Yes. Yeah. It, you know what? Honestly, I think that it has to take place outside. It has to. Yeah. Because you know it, it'll give it that that summer feel. Because I'm just like, look, I get it. The performance center is where it's at right now. Florida has the either thing you know deemed essential, but I'm just like, but if you can really, so far, each big pay per view. I'm not saying all of them, but each big pay per view, they have found a way to be creative. The Money in the Bank was Titan Tower. WrestleMania, we had the Boneyard match, and we had the Firefly Funhouse match, and then I don't. I mean, Backlash is probably just going to take place all in the Performance Center. Uh, but when it comes to SummerSlam in August, I'm just like, hmm, y'all really, I mean, of course you may have a, a cinematic match or two, but I'm just like, you, you really don't want to kind of do that all in the performance center. You want to go outside a little bit. It's going to be hot. I know there's air conditioner in there, but you want to give something different. If they want to go on top of Titan Tower, I didn't, I think that'd be fine. If they want to go to the beach and they probably don't want to go to Hogan's beach. I mean, cause look, if they deemed wrestling essential in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, cause you know AEW, they could probably have their match on their foot on that football field. Just just wait, you just have it outside. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, but if if WWE want to be this, hey, can we? Since you just beaches are closed, let's rent this space. See if we talk to the mayor. See if we can have this space, and we'll do it at another beach so it don't have to have Hogan's name all over it. But even though, just because it's Hulk Hogan's name, I'm gonna say because if, if somebody like Greg Valentine did this and offered this stuff, I wouldn't be a problem with it. I'm like, that's a great idea. I had no problem with it, but just because it's Hulk Hogan, and I just see as soon as some of the same start. Real American star, and then Hogan starts talking about the lie. Talk about so I remember at SummerSlam '92, brother, when I had the Hulkster in heaven. Remember that. <laughs> And he wasn't even there. I did not want to. I didn't want to remember that. (laughs) All right. And look, and he wasn't even there. I feel like if they actually like do this and take it seriously, (coughs) I would. I would to change scenery. I would do something similar to what WCW did in their last episode, where they had like kind of at a hotel parking lot or whatever. They had like the beach on the side. You know, what? or something like how WCW had the, had the, the beach where they walk across the ramp, yeah, and the ramp was like over the pool or something. Yeah, like. that was cool. Yeah, something like that. Kevin Nash jumped in the pool. Yeah, something like that. I can see them. I, I would like if they do something like that. That that would be cool in that way. And you can just have people swimming in the pool like WCW. You know what? WCW don't get cr- enough credit for how creative some of their sets were. Yeah, because they just. They were just like, hey, this would be cool to just play in. Like, yeah. I wouldn't think they was really worried about the wrestling. It was like, oh, this would be cool. Like, it's like, look, if you look at some of their bash at the beach stuff, was great. Some of their, uh, remember uh, Hog Wild, they had all the motorcycles out there? Yep. And yeah. then, of course, uh, Halloween Havoc, of course. They got the, the Halloween Havoc was great. Yeah. I'm just yep. like, yeah, like, they, they, they had some good sets. At, at, of course, the fireworks, I'm saying. They, they was BWF out in a lot of things that people don't give WC a lot of credit for. And I'm just like, you know, that that right there just can change the whole tone of a pay per view. 
Yes, very much. Just, just make it look different. Make it look fresh. Like I just because you know they have Raw in the same place, SmackDown in the same place, and NXT the in the same place. place. Just, yeah. They don't even change the. They don't even change nothing. So it just looks the same. Looks repetitive. Yeah, the so only, when they change only, it up, only thing it, they it, change it, is the announce table for Raw and put it at the top. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think they changed that. I think they keep the SmackDown table there. They just don't show it. No, the SmackDown table, the SmackDown table at rings like it's Billy Bill and Chris Michael Cole right there at ringside. I'm saying, like, I feel like they don't even move it. I think they just yeah. keep it there. They just don't show it. Oh, oh, I see. What you, I see what you're saying. I got you. Yeah. I see exactly what you're saying. But I mean, it's it's a decent idea. I don't know how it's going to go through. But uh, speaking of stuff that's not really been decent, uh, WWE stocks. Uh, they have got the um the conference call of the was the first quarter earnings and they have still made uh their money but uh they took a hit in March obviously when this whole pandemic really start really getting into full gear and uh <clears throat> it was you know a lot of bad things is happening in WD especially with the stock uh the stock market but I'm not here for all that business jargon even though I took business in college I'm here for me and your gamer uh, love, and that is that WWE 2K21 is canceled. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Yes, it is good. It's good news. So uh, WWE 2K21 will be canceled this year, and it will be going over to the, the next year because of how a bad 2K20 was. And even after updates and updates, it, I mean, like, do I play it every now and then? I do it for YouTube purposes, just to, you know, just to have something to do with people in there. But it's really almost unplayable, and uh, to the point where you know that kind of sucks because you know, uh, and then the, the DLC didn't do as well as they thought it would because I'm just like, why do I want so many different versions of the same character that's already in the game? That stuff gets annoying, also. But they replaced it this year with WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Now, for those who are not into gaming too much, this looks like 2K uh, Playground. Yeah, or some people will uh, also compare it to WWE All-Stars. Yes, so this looks like a mixture of WWE All-Stars Meets 2K Playground. Now I've I have 2K Playground, and I, 2K Playground is a fun game. I have one problem with 2K. Oh, actually, I have two problems with 2K Playground. What's the problem? N- the number one problem is the microtransactions. Okay. I, that bothers the hell out of me, and and I'm just like, okay, so I have to sit there and go through there's only one there's only like one champ it's only one championship mode you gotta go through that multiple times with different teams to, to, to get all this money to go buy a car to hopefully get an all to get an all-star not even a superstar from your team unless you want to just go out and buy the whole superstar pack and get all the get all the players that way but you got to spend what 20 30 40 dollars and i'm just like okay second thing is the jump shot meter i I'm, I got used to it, but I'm like, okay, why is it that if I'm shooting a three, I have to wait until it gets into the little bracket 
and I'm like at like a 20 or 30%. I'm like, see, I don't like it playing like that. I just like me shooting like, like NBA Street. I shoot the ball, and then if I'm a high percentage, I can make it. If I'm a low percentage, I don't make it. You know, that's the kind of stuff oh, I they be, making, they be making it difficult sometimes. I guess they want to change change it up a little bit. Exactly, because when I seen it, I was just like, okay, this is like NBA Jam meets NBA Street, and we got – NBA Playground, and it, like I said, it's a fun, it's a fun game. Me and my son play it, <clears throat> and uh, you know, I, I play it alone sometimes, something like that, or I just play regular two K. And I'm like, okay, I'm cool with, you know, I'm cool with this, but that shot meter sometimes, I'm just like, come on, that, especially when I'm, I'm doing like a three point contest, and I'm just like, I, I know Larry Bird switching these shots, I know Steph Curry switching these shots. It, it's just the way it is. But if I don't get it in the middle of the bar, I'm just like, come on. That that's cheap to me. But uh so that's what it looks like. Now, did you like WWE All Stars? Uh I actually did not play it when it came out, but now looking back on it, I see people playing it and have having fun with it. I just think it's a fun game overall. Yeah. Like I don't think people really take it ser- yeah. like people take it seriously as this is the game to play, but I think as far as having fun and playing it with friends, I feel like people have fun doing it. I agree. Uh, my son had All Stars on Nintendo Switch. I wanted okay. to get it on PS. No, no, no excuse me, not Switch. Uh, the Nintendo uh, DS, and then I wanted to get it on PSP. I never got a chance to get it or on the big screen. And then when I played a little bit on his Switch, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of this is kind of fun, big." Uh, Broly style guys and then you know arcade style old school versus new school element I like that and it was just like a straight just kind of like wrestling fighting game and I, I, I didn't mind that and I was like okay cool so this what this this is what this looks like we already got a teaser of just The Rock throwing John Cena into the alligator <clears throat> and then uh, we see Becky Lynch taking on Charlotte and I'm like okay this is the game that's coming out this year. I hope it's fun. It looks fun. But like I said, I don't know if it's going to be riddled with microtransactions because Playground was. I don't know who's going to be in the game and how superstars we're going to have. I don't know if it's the old school versus new school element. You know. Uh, so I'm curious to see what the stuff is. And like I said, <clears throat> I don't know when we're going to get more information. Like, you know, every year, you guys watch my channel. Y'all y'all know what it's like when it comes, when, when June hit, and we get that announcement for the game, y'all know from June to September, I got y'all when it comes to the content on the channel. Mm-hmm. Y'all have seen that since 2K16. I have been doing this 2K16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. I've been doing it on my channel. And I'm just like, I, I do this content every year because I, I enjoy it. You have people who look at my reaction and be like, yo, I've been with this joint for like since 2K17. Sounds good, yeah. Exactly. Everybody have fun, yes. Yep. And, it, it, you know, even though I I am for 2K taking a break because it needs to, it is a little uh, heartbreaking that I can't do that this year. It's yeah. like, <clears throat> because... The, the one fun thing I have about 2K is like, I like looking at all the women's entrances. Obviously, you see the new people that are in the wrestling business today, and you want to see them portrayed in the game. Like, I would love to see Angel Garza. 
I would love to see maybe Austin Theory. I would, uh, I would love to see an updated Keith Lee. I, I would like to see uh, Damian Priest. You know, I'm like th- th- those kind of things do suck because they're not going to be necessarily in the game. And I don't know if Battlegrounds is going to be that kind of game where it's based on. I don't, nah, I don't think it's going to be that kind of game where get every new person. I think they're just going to have like the main people. That's what I was saying. I didn't. They may have the main new people, and and of course the your old school legends, and mix it up a little bit, and then you just go out on a beat 'em up brawl type thing. I was really hoping for Day of Reckoning three. Oh, don't don't even be like that. <laughs> I was hoping when they made when they was gonna say this announcement, I was like, look, can I get? Day of Reckoning three on Nintendo Switch. Is there something wrong with them just creating like a regular game, or do they not? Do they need somebody else? Like they don't have all them other licenses anymore. It's all for, the, for uh, another game to do it. All them other for another company. All okay. them other licenses and stuff is gone now. Because I'm saying, like, why don't they just create something different? Like you know, usually they used to have like three or four games mm-hmm. at different times or something like. I I wouldn't be upset if, I, if we get like a WWE SummerSlam or something. I don't know. Well, well, yeah. well, see, back then you had three different competitions. You had PlayStation and Sony, Xbox and Microsoft, and Nintendo. And Nintendo. So each each system had their own game, and they were all in competition with each other. Remember, PlayStation had what? Smackdown. Mm-hmm. Xbox had Raw. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> and Nintendo had, do you remember? WrestleMania. Nintendo had uh, WrestleMania and, uh, yeah. No yeah. So then, so each game was in a competition with each other. So then, PlayStation went to SmackDown versus Raw. So they like, okay. So then Xbox, uh, I forgot what game they tried. And Nintendo did Day of Reckoning. So each system had their own game. Nowadays, for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, each system gets the same game. Mm-hmm. And it's like because it's all done by one company now. Back then, it was like, okay, well, THQ is making uh, SmackDown vs. Raw. Then we have something else making uh, uh, making the Raw games. And then we have... Uh, I think THQ still produced out uh, Day of Reckoning on uh, the t- on the GameCube. So, <clears throat> but right now there's no competition for that no more. I agree with you. I love the days of, of competition where each system had their own game. And if you wanted that game, you had to get you had to have that system. Mm-hmm. And so I could be like, hey, 2K PlayStation sticks with with uh, 2K. And and then Xbox, it'd be like this. Okay, let's give an exclusive game to Xbox. I agree with you. Let's do WWE SummerSlam on Xbox, and this is what it'll be doing different than 2K. And then Nintendo will have Day of Reckoning three, and it's like, look, give me the Switch so I can do Day of Reckoning three. Because in my opinion, how would you say? I would say I wish they do something. Exactly, because in my opinion. Uh, Day of Reckoning was way better than WWE Raw 
But remember, Raw was the one that started the breakout. Uh, you can attack people during their entrances. No other game was doing that. So each game had something special to their uh, repertoire. And I miss that they, they do that. Because see, now, 2K Battlegrounds is coming out on everything. Even Google stands there. It's- I mean, just... I don't, I don't know, like... I just don't know. Like, I just want a fun game. That's all I care about right yeah. now. Cause no, they, I agree with you. 2K19 was... It was okay, but it wasn't, like, fun. It was just a game. 2K20 was obviously terrible. Like, I just want a fun game that... I can I can have fun playing by myself and with other people. Now, now to me, I enjoy two K nineteen. I still play two K nineteen. I still put two K nineteen content up. Uh, I do agree with you. I think the the you know what the last fun game that I had where I could play by myself, play with other people was two K fourteen. Okay. Yes. Everybody say two K fourteen. That was that they was. They say two K fourteen is maybe the best two K game. Yeah, it is. That was the last game that I had that I played by myself had fun like I did the third years of WrestleMania. I enjoyed go I I enjoyed going down memory lane with that when they had the story creator. Mm-hmm. And then it had the old uh little story mode to go with it. So I enjoyed that game. I, I, I did enjoy that game. Uh like uh you know I did have a little bit of fun with the uh with two K sixteen with Austin stuff, but it just ended too quick. Yeah, because they had just did it like what the year before. Yeah, so or it, after and, 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 and then the, the yeah. my career stuff just sucked. So, like I said, so two K nineteen had a better my career had all that had this stuff had the towers. It gave me stuff to do, you know. But I I, I think this game right here is going to be it. It looks fun. I hope it's fun. And you you know what it needs to be fun? Crossplay. Okay. Yeah. Crossplay would be good. Will be. Awesome. Because I think that helped a lot of people out too. Because like this, me and Prime, I have a PS4 and a Nintendo Switch. He has an Xbox. Yep. So we can't play. We rarely can play games with each other. The only time I can play Prime is if I go to my son's room where his where his Xbox is at and play him that way. But Prime don't have a Switch and he doesn't have a a, a PS4. So I think if you bring out 2K Battlegrounds, you give it crossplay. He could play it on his Xbox. I could play it on my Nintendo Switch. And then, there you have it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that I, I think that'd be good as well. So, uh, but you know, a lot of things have been changing for this pandemic, and you know that that, that actually brings me over to my my next topic. Uh, Roman Reigns. So <laughs> your boy, oh your, okay. your boy Roman Reigns was on TMZ, and he <clears throat> was letting everybody know. The reason why he wasn't there, and the funny thing is, when he said when they, they was promoting it, I was just like, "Don't we already know the reason why?" <laughs> so, but Roman was saying that he said a lot of people are speculating that <clears throat> I'm not there because of my health, because you obviously he beat cancer twice and his compromised immune system, which he still has one, but he said he has went to his doctors. His doctors said that he has a very strong immune system. I mean, he, he is an athlete, so Roman Reigns, he's going to do everything he can to take care of his immune system. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know, he shouldn't, you know, fear none that his immune system will be that compromised that if he does catch the virus, he'll, you know, die. However, 
Roman just had twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Newborn yeah. kids. And he said that <clears throat> I'm taking the time off because of them. And me being a father, I ex- I understand that 1,000%. Yeah, I Be- don't understand why people are upset. Yeah, I'm just like, because, look, when you have kids, when, when, you, when you have kids and your babies are fresh, they catch everything because they don't have no shots. They have no protection in their body. And I remember when, when my daughter was just born last year, and even when my son was born, we was at the hospital like every two weeks. And not at the hospital. We were at the doctor's office every two weeks, it, it felt like. Because yeah, the first, the first couple of weeks is uh, <clears throat> Exactly. And then she was there. She had to get this shot. And, of course, hearing them crying is, is, is terrible. They, they had to get this shot. Had to get that shot. Had, they had to come back in a month and get this shot and this shot. They had to come back in a month and get this one. And then we had to go feed her and change the food up on this one. So it's it's crazy. It's straight crazy. It, it, it's, it's really a job. And if he has twins now, so that, that, that gives Roman, what, four kids now? A, a three yes. or four years. Uh, no, five, right? I thought it was four. I'm dead. If it's five, I mean, good. I mean, nah. He, he got he got a daughter and, and two sets of twins. Oh yeah, he got five kids. So I understand because if he goes out, because a lot of people don't understand that <clears throat> with this virus, there are asymptomatic people, and for those who don't know what that means, they may have the virus, but they don't experience any symptoms because they're just carriers. Okay, and then so. People can catch the disease, don't know they have it because they're not experiencing no symptoms. Carry the disease and pass it to somebody else who will show symptoms. Okay. Yeah. I, look, it sounds it, it sounds crazy, but that, that's some true true stuff. And like I said, for me having it, I've been learned all about this stuff from my doctors and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, he can go to work, and all of a sudden, somebody could be sick or come to work, come to work sick, Miss. And just uh, be very careless, and then uh, he he may be asymptomatic, or whether his immune system is strong, he bring that home back to his kids. His kids is done. I mean, I yeah, I, I don't know, like just just let everybody stay home. Like, oh, I, I don't, I'm just having a hard time just trying to figure out why they want to let everybody stay home. Wait, so, so so you're saying you want everybody to come out? No, I'm saying stay home. Oh yeah, I agree. Do we really need wrestling? Like, do we really need wrestling right now? Especially this type of wrestling where they don't even care. Do we really need this? No, no wait, hold on. Now, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say they don't care, and you got to give credit where credit is due. Especially with say they with AEW, they're. they're they're trying to give us something that's like normal. Now, granted, do we need it? No, we don't need wrestling right now, but that's the problem. Everywhere you look, tell me if I'm lying, everywhere you look, it's something about COVID-19, is it not? Yeah, it is. I check on my phone for my app for my bank, it's something about COVID-19. I watch the baby channel with my daughter. They got something about COVID-19 on there. Everywhere you turn, it's something about COVID. And, and, and just like I remember, there, there are a couple times uh, before we even started the podcast, a couple times, guys, where 
you was just like, look, I because earlier in March, every subject <laughs> what? No, I'm saying yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Exactly. Yo, hey, <laughs> every subject was about had COVID nineteen in there, and I'm just like. And you was just like, no, I don't want to talk about this. I mean, like, everybody don't want to hear about this. And I, I'm like, I get it. That was like the that was like the third. I think that was like the third or fourth week. Ago. I was like, we don't have not one thing that's not about COVID. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> bro. And all yeah, the news was polluted with COVID, and I'm just like, and after a while, you just get tired of hearing about it because all you hear is bad news when you have to search for the good news. So, with, with that being said, it's like. If we could just watch wrestling, just to watch wrestling, and not worry about this bullshit that's going out in the world, this pandemic and stuff like that, <coughs> just so be it. You know what I'm saying? They're giving us that outlet, okay? Because when they go on the show, they ain't even talking about it. AEW's trying to do their best to keep their storylines going and, uh, you know, keep, the, uh, keep entertaining you guys. Same thing goes... Uh, for WWE, so it gives me something to watch on Wednesdays <clears throat> because I'm Shaq life is over, okay. so I don't watch that. I mean, of course, people got stuff on Netflix and Disney Plus, but look, when you turn on Netflix, even when you turn on Netflix, the first thing that comes up is talk about some that 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 new series, Pandemic. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, see, that's the first thing every time I turn on Netflix. That's what the fuck come on. It's like pandemic. How did we get here, and how are we going to get back there again? I'm like, wow. I did not want to see this. I have to search for the stuff I want to go through, but I have to go through all the bullshit that he's trying to show that's trending now because Netflix updated. That's what it's like. So since since I'm a, so since since I'm a wrestler, it's like okay, look, I get it. Look, I turn the NBA TV. Their way of trying to entertain us is showing us these old classic games, or like like the What If series, or like they put the Jordan documentary up. So I would, by the way, I just would love when they show older games, like older games in like the nineties or early two thousands. Like the games they show for me is like too recent. I feel. Well, I mean, hold on, they did just show. The the, the uh, duel between AI and Vince Carter in the Eastern Conference uh, yes. Finals. Those are the type of games I want to see. Those vintage 2001, 2002, yeah, and the 90s. Dumb games I don't was wanna, great. Yeah, I don't want to see like 2016, 2013, because that just happened in my mind. Like, I've just seen it. I, so, I do. I, look, I agree with you on that one. And I like seeing the classic games when they talk about some, you know, the Jordan flu game or something like that. I, I, I love seeing them yeah. games. So, or the game that uh, <laughs> Kobe and Shaq had to come back. Exactly against Portland, mm-hmm. yeah. So all, all them games, I like watching. But that's the, that's NBA's way of trying to keep us entertained, or do horse, or or, or do the video game kind of stuff. Look, it <clears throat> it it may look silly, it may look cheesy, and you may not like it at first. But you got to get credit where it's due. That's what they're trying to do to entertain you because we will be hit spinning and tr- try to jump out of a window if we didn't have this stuff. It's easy to say now, do we really need it? But yeah, we kind of do need it because everything around us is about this damn virus. And nobody wants to hear about this shit every single day. That's why these crazy people out here protesting. They shouldn't be protesting because it makes no sense of why they're protesting. But still, when you're, they're, one, they're scared. And two, 
you just got all this stuff going on, and I don't, you got to get people's minds off of it. And look, as soon as we started hearing good news or decent news about the virus, what did the media do? Hey, there's murder hornets. <clears throat> and you're like, we just can't get away from it. We can't get that. That's what that's their job. That's what they want to do. They want to keep you scared to keep you controlled. So <clears throat> what they're going to do is say, hey, screw that. We're going to give you some wrestling content and uh, you're going to enjoy it. Why not? So, I mean, like right now, we could do the Wednesday Night War. We could talk about, I mean, other than Roman Reigns, now this is the Roman Reigns thing, but we could talk about SummerSlam. The, the, the thing that's been on everybody's uh, mind this week was Money in the Bank. By the way, did you see it yet? Uh, what part? <clears throat> uh, you know what part I'm talking about. Don't nobody care about the undercard. I'm talking about, did you see the Money in the Bank match at Titan Oh, Tiles? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yes. know what? Right now, because you wasn't on my review, I want your opinion of that match right now. <coughs> um, well, part of the match, I mean, uh, some parts I didn't understand. Some parts were too hokey, like Brother Love coming out of nowhere and this random clown. Um, parts of it, I mean, some parts I like, some parts I didn't like. Overall. I, I want to be. I want to be mean, but I love when Dana Brooke hit a head on the floor. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but, no, like the the Vince thing was actually kind of funny. Um, the I'm mad Vince got Perel. I'm sitting here with Germex. <laughs> yeah, what was he doing in that room facing the computer though? Like I don't know, but Vince. yeah, but I mean, just, <laughs> just him doing the hand sanitizer stuff. I was just like, I, I appreciate it, but I mean, he had Perel sanitizer. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really understand. I didn't really, I guess, like the AJ Undertaker part where he's trapped in the room or whatever. But I guess it makes sense per storyline of him being, Bruh, I guess, afraid. I love. Uh, I love the PTSD stuff. Yeah, I didn't like the food mm. fight. I guess I'm not a big fan of food fights in general, so <coughs> I didn't really like the food fight. I didn't. I don't understand mm. how Oscar was stuck on the elevator for like ten minutes. But all right. Like, wasn't she, like, the first one to leave as soon as she came in? She got on the elevator? Well, she got on the elevator. She went up to, I don't know what floor. <laughs> and, and then, then when, when she got off the floor, when she got off the elevator, she was on the same floor as everybody else. Like, why wouldn't you just go to the, to the ceiling? Exactly. But, uh, and so, and, yeah. but, no, but no, you know why? Because the men called the elevator. So, <laughs> sure, it's... You know, sure. I mean, if you're not going to put yourself in, in, in disbelief, are you not going to make yourself... Look, that's what I'm saying. This match, I, I highly enjoyed this match. Minus Stephanie. Minus that doink that was supposed to be there. That didn't make no sense to and, me. And minus Carmella going... Uh, Lacey Evans randomly punching people in the... Yo, she punched Carmella square in her throat, dude. <laughs> she punched Carmella square in her throat. <clears throat> and then, like... Let's see. What else happened? I remember I Jazz beating up. No. Somebody beating up Rey Mysterio. Was it Shayna Baszler? Shayna Baszler um, put Rey Mysterio yeah. in the Caribou yeah. Clutch. And then yeah. Myster- Otis and Nijak smushed Mysterio in the middle. Yeah, I wish we had more of that. Not more of Mysterio getting beat up because he already died technically. But I'm yeah. saying like more of like, I mean, to be honest with you, it's a man and woman match. I mean, I wouldn't mind if. Shayna Baszler would have slammed somebody, slammed the mail through the table or something. Nia Jax would have, 
you know, overhand toss Mysterio. I wouldn't mind that. I, you know? I, I, I wouldn't mind it. I know. I know they want to. They don't want to play up too much man with violence, but Oscar did kick the shit out of Barry Corbin because he was up there being dumb. Which, I, why? Why did she kick him? No. Why? Why did he stop her? Why did? Yeah, I think that was probably with the box too. But. He went up the. She's climbing the ladder to get her briefcase. He climbs up the other end and stops her. As he says, "No." I'm like, "Get your briefcase." Yeah. This that, is that the woman. Was, yeah. So when he stopped her, she like, "Get off me, son!" And she kicked him right in the right square in the head. That's why I she feel like somebody. Them. I feel like somebody else was supposed to be there because <clears throat> you mean to tell me that she's gonna actually stop for Baron Corbin, and he's not even like after her briefcase. But yeah, she, she didn't Corbin stop him. Two people. I'm about to say she, yeah, Corbin killed two people. Uh, Oscar didn't stop. Corbin stopped her. He grabbed her, yeah. and she looking like what you, bro? Your green one is right there. You could have won this match already. Yeah, that's the only part I didn't kind of was like, why? Why would he even stop her? His briefcase is right there, but yeah, nah. The finish, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I was, I don't, I don't understand the finish, but it happened, so I can't say anything. I'm curious about the oldest pick myself, but I'm not too mad at it. <clears throat> I don't understand it. <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't understand it at all. I, I'm curious. I got guys he was having on SmackDown, but I mean, he, he's had a great year so far. But he's had a great year, but I know he's over with everybody, but I don't think, in my opinion, he's just not over to me as, like, a champion over. No, Maybe no, no. it's just me. Otis ain't win a championship. I, 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 I put that on my words right now. Not a, I'm not even a WWE championship. I'm talking about Intercontinental, like, anything other than tag team championship, I don't see him winning. I agree. Him and Tucker need to stay as a tag team. Like, he don't even have a finisher. His finisher, the Caterpillar, is that yep. really a finisher of a of a guy that you want to push. I mean that yeah, because I mean that and that's his personal finisher. But the tag team is the compactor, which is a decent move. But it's it's better when it's a tag team move. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah basically, Raw Stronger Slam. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I was rooting for AJ, so I guess that's probably why I kind of was salty a little bit. No, by the finish. I, I was real salty because I, I wanted AJ to win. Yeah, because it, it. Yeah, because championship. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't understand. I'm, I'm hearing rumors of what he could and couldn't do with the with the uh, briefcase, what he could use it for. So I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, AJ having the PTSD for Undertaker, I thought was great because that, that that would make sense. He just he just got buried alive, so you got, you got to play that up. They like, man, Undertaker beat me, or that's it. No, I got PTSD from it. It looks like I hate to say this, prime time. It looks like they're going for another match. They build. Um, they it, might be. They, they, they building it up with this PTSD with and the Undertaker's, way um, Undertaker's the uh, last ride thing. Yeah, and he, he threw the popcorn that day. Like he's having issues with what happened with him and the Undertaker. So it, it looks like that. And I think if they play it up, like he killed Anderson and Gallows. Yeah, literally because <laughs> they ain't gonna be on the show no it, more. It, so. it, it, exactly. So I mean, uh, that's um. <laughs> I just you know what I would have wished. I would have wished. I don't know if they already knew they was gonna fire him or not. I would have wished they would have got buried with him, and then AJ's hand comes up, but they don't. Like AJ got out, but they didn't. Type, type that would have been kind of cool. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I guess he technically did kill Carl Anderson because he caught he caught on fire. <laughs> All his pyro was there, but yeah, he, he, yeah, exactly. He caught on fire, and it's just like 
Oh man. <laughs> oh uh oh, like we killed him. And it, he tosses Anderson and Giles off the thing. Yeah, I I don't know about you. I would like not heal Undertaker to come back, but like more aggressive Undertaker to come back. I mean, he probably wants to come back too, but he can't <laughs> he can't move aggressively if he wanted to. I'm sure AJ Styles can bump for him crazy, so I'm sure he don't have to do that much. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, I, I just wanted to get your opinion because you you didn't get a chance to make the review yeah. uh, with Sorry, me. So I apologize about that one. Yeah, no, but I, 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 I thought it was creative. I thought it was, a, I thought it was a real good match. I actually wanted it to be longer, but I do understand that it wouldn't make sense being longer. And what, what I mean by that is because, look, if you if the goal is to get to the top of the roof to get a briefcase, why wouldn't you take the stairs or take the elevator up to the, up to the roof again? Because <laughs> at first I was like, I want to fight on every floor. And I'm like, but that wouldn't make sense. Now, if it was like objectives, then that would be, that would be better. Or like rounds. I wish they would have did something kind of similar to that. Like, you're on the ground floor, round one. Round two is the Oscar and so-and-so level or like a gauntlet type of thing. I don't know. I'm just thinking of stuff. Bro, but you are yeah. trying to do Legends of the Hidden Temple. Find <laughs> the nah, silver honestly, monkey. Honestly, nah. <laughs> I just seen, this, I seen another company do it before. That's just why I, I got this stuck in my, in my head like that. So, yeah. They, uh, they, they did, but it was very creative, though. Look. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. I need you <laughs> to dub over the Legend of the Hidden Temple theme during uh, the, the, the Money the Bank match as he runs through the hallway. Tell me that Joel would fit the. I I I would love to dub that over. And I'd be like, yo, that Joel would be hilarious if I could do that because. <laughs> that, that 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 right there is funny. All right, so I have, I have to dub it over. Yeah, when I was sick, I you know I I, I we I, we missed two. Well, we missed to talk about two or three episodes of Dark Side of the Ring. We was on a we we, we was on a roll talking about them each week, and then you know saying so. Unfortunately, you know say I got sick so. Uh, I had to I believe it or not I watched it I watched the Dino Bravo episode and I actually watched the okay. track I watched that sick so I was like barely there trying to eat soup with, with uh, watch Dino Bravo so then the next week uh, I actually uh, fell asleep on the, the the David Schwartz episode and I woke back up and watched it again when they had the replay and I was like mm-hmm. that was one of my favorite shows Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that was one of my favorite shows. And, then for, and I was like, what happened to uh, Dark Side After Dark? You know what I'm saying? I was like, because... They probably just stopped doing it all together. I was like, because they didn't have one for Dino Bravo. Well, they did have one for Dino Bravo. With Greg Valentine on there, I believe it was. No. Actually, or did I'm not sure they had one for Dino Bravo. I can't remember, but I think they did. But they didn't have one for David Swartz, and they definitely didn't have one for Herb Abrams that they just talked about this last Tuesday. So they probably just I don't know if they really stopped doing it or they just like took a break. I don't I'm not sure. Maybe not they just sure. had a certain amount of people that they could do 
they was like, we want to get these stories out of the way. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. So, uh, uh, we're going to talk, we, we're going to talk about them and, and catch up in a big. So we'll, we'll start off with, uh, the, the murder of Dino Bravo, the assassination, you should say. Yeah. Uh, so D- Dino Bravo's wife, you know, is still around his daughter. And then, uh, they, they, um, Oh God, where are they from? I don't want to get, the, you know, I don't get, the, was it French Canadian? Canada, I don't know. Yeah, because uh, I'm saying, but because Montreal, yeah, because like they were speaking French, French in the in in the documentary. Yeah, okay. Montreal was like Quebec. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was talking about Dino Bravo's career, and it was going into uh, when you know he finally got a WWE in uh, and how you know big he was and how he was managed by uh, Jimmy Hart, and then but uh, how that. Vince made him dye his hair blonde when he, you know, of course, he was, he did. Yeah, of, of course you know, why not, you know, saying, and, and uh, those, you know, he didn't like dyeing his hair blonde. And uh, when he left WWE, he had to get into, you know, say he had to make money for his family, and then he got into, you know, uh, the mafia because I think, you know, one of his family members was a uh, part of, uh, like I said, Sub Quartel. And I probably should did, you know, write down more notes. Like I said, this was a two week old episode that I'm going mm-hmm. off watching when I was yeah. sick. But then uh he uh got into this cigarette trade that they had and they uh one day he was uh home, it was like a snowstorm that happened and he was home in like nineteen ninety three that did this happen and then uh he was assassinated right there shot a, was 11 times yeah it kind of reminded me of this episode reminded me a lot of the um Bruiser Brody episode from season 1 that, okay you know what that's how I feel you know felt also you know it reminded me a lot of the Bruiser Brody episode but for some reason now I don't know if you felt the same way also it didn't give me like I I, I like I'm not gonna say say I was a historian or Dino Bravo and knew all the information, but most of the stuff that it gave me, it's like that I already kind of knew in the documentary. Okay, mm, so basically it didn't give you no new insights. Basically, is what you said. It, it probably I mean other than you know uh, uh, the kind of man he was stuff like that, but yeah, and then so you know it uh that's basically. The, the new stuff I know and then you know the stuff that his, his wife was telling me you know how much of a good person he was but it wasn't you know nothing that when it comes to the murders and of how they, they found the cigarettes in the house and, and, and the money in the house and people were suspected that you know uh, he knew you know because uh, it was no forcible entry that he probably knew who his killers were and that's the only, you know, that I, I knew all that. I thought that I was wondering if they was going to dig deep because I know it's kind of hard to dig deep in stuff when you're dealing with like mafia and organized crime. Yeah, because, you know, ain't no telling what they're going to do. Exa- might come after you or Exactly. And especially with being so long ago. And uh, it, it, was a, it was a very powerful story. It really was. It was uh, one of the stories I was just like, man, uh, good guy. I guess I was never really a big Dino Brown fan. I, I wasn't necessarily into anything about Dino Bravo except for unfortunately of how he passed away. Okay. And then uh I remember, you know, people people was asking if they were gonna bring Rick Mont Rick Montel 
on there because that was one of his friends. But he uh, declined the interview, but they did have a shoot interview that he did uh, years ago talking about uh, the incident. And like I said, so right now I I hate to make it so, sound like. Wait a minute, that. by the way, is that is that like legal? Can you do that? Or like, what? Do you get to buy it from the people, the actual people that did the shoot interview? You know what? I never, I never thought of that. I don't know because like when you do shoot, the shoot interview, like they own that, and then do they have to go and get the rights, you know, for that? I mean, there's, there's a lot of footage also. Like I don't know if they had to pay WD for the footage that they that they use also in the documentaries also because because even though they kind of like zoom into it, kind of blur around it, you still it's still WD footage. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm not I'm not really sure of how that goes. But uh, it, me like what if, like if they talk about a subject and the person say I don't want to be a part of this, but then they're gonna take a shoot interview of him talking about it. I mean, uh, 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 that's interesting. You know, you, you're absolutely right. I do agree with you on that one. So I don't know what you know necessarily the case is, or maybe Rick Martel said that they can use his interview of for me expressing, you know. About Dino Bravo, talk about that, but I'm not going to do any updated stuff like that because I don't. He may know more than we know. You know, what I'm saying who knows, or maybe it could be fear for. Like I, I, I never, I, I don't necessarily know the case or all the, the details in there. But that's what I was looking for. If there was any new evidence, if there was any new things leading up to who possibly could have did it. You know, in uh, it's kind of like the. Uh, Gino Hernandez uh, from season one kind okay, of thing and, okay. then, and then they interviewed the guy in jail and everything and then he, and he told him you know what his thing like you know what really happened stuff like that so you know it's just like did did the family get the closure that they wanted who knows you know what I'm saying so sometimes you can think that you do and when they bring it back up then you think then you kind of realize you didn't have it the clothes that you thought you did. Good point. Uh, but then, so you know, uh, but I, I don't. I thought it was decent. So now, like I said, it wasn't. I was. I was really, you know, waiting for this episode. But it, it wasn't the one. It you know, it didn't stand out to me. It's not like the. It wasn't the best episode of season two. It was still a good episode. So this past week, we had another dark side of the ring. And this week's episode. Uh, talk, focused on the UWF and Herb Abrams. Are you familiar with Herb Abrams and the UWF? I think the only <clears throat> thing I remember about the UWF didn't like they do a video about it wrestling with regret. Yeah, Brian Zane, my man Brian yes, Zane, okay. yes. did a, a video that I, everybody I recommend check out. He did a video about the UWF. He focused more on the UWF side of things opposed to the Herb Abrams side of things. This dark side of the ring focused on the Herb Abrams stuff. Mm-hmm. And yep. Herb Abrams, God rest his soul, was coked out his mind. <laughs> Pretty much. You hear? <laughs> It, it was cocaine. And, uh, I forgot who uh, said it at the end. He said Herb Abrams died the way he wanted. He wanted to die. He said, "Yeah, he said Abrams died doing what he loved: cocaine and hookers." And I'm just like, "What?" And hey, then. Hey. 
You know I gotta have my cowboy boots, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just bought me some new cowboy boots. Everybody gonna love them. He said, Mick Foley said at the end of the documentary, he just said, if Herb, the guy asked him, if Herb Abrams was alive today, what would he be doing? And then Mick Foley said, time. <laughs> He said he be doing time. Look, so we got to get into this. So, did you see this Dark Side of the Ring episode? Yes, it was very uh, hilarious. Bro, look. I laughed the whole way through. I didn't even think. I mean, of course, it was dark, but I was like laughing the whole time. So, look, yeah. uh, <laughs> it it was dark, but I I think it was meant to be that way because this is one of my favorite episodes. Okay, also, okay. Look, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to Dark Side of the Ring so far, I think, first of all, every episode has been good. Yes, every episode has been good. It has been good. Very so, good. Very good. I think they deserve a season three, honestly. They, they do, and I, I think this is, so far it's been way better than season one. And, um, yeah, especially like, just, for example, just a quick overview, I yeah. think the topics is much better. Yeah, exactly the top is much better if I had to pick the shows that were the weakest to me it was um, and first of all because it's kind of hard to pick like what's the weakest for you but, but, but what I mean weakest is not that it's a bad show I recommend you check out every single episode but I'm saying but the ones that didn't give me the information that I wanted from them is Jimmy Snooker and Dino Bravo okay okay those are I, I, I give you that. Yeah, those were the ones that they were good episodes. Jimmy Snooker is guilty as hell. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But and you know what I'm saying it's a shame what happened to Dino Bravo. It's just that everything that I seen in the Dino Bravo episode is stuff I knew already. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. It, it, it didn't feel like I was getting anything new. Everything I heard about because that, that's why I was so excited to see it because I wanted to hear new evidence. I wanted to see if they were going to talk to Rick Martel. I was going to see if they, they wanted to they was gonna do all that stuff and I was like, they didn't and I felt as though I was like, okay. And then, you know, I was sitting there reading all the subtitles because everything was in French so I was just like, okay, this episode didn't give me anything new. The Jimmy Snooker episode was still good but, you, but, but when you had everybody, especially the cop that was just like dumb as shit you know what I'm saying and just, they couldn't pay him they couldn't pay him I mean, exactly I'm just like everybody had the fucking head turn going I'm just like okay look alright this right here mm-mm. but and, but you, it's like you knew with the evidence he did it and nobody was gonna say he did and then you know even uh, Salton Kid or whatever his, what, it was on the Jimmy Snooker he had to walk away, walk away from the camera cause he knew he fucked up, or or just oh, just, just, just real quick. What was your fu- what's the funniest episode to you so far? Even though this is Dark Side of the Ring, Ray, oh, what was the funniest? The fu- the funniest episodes that made me laugh was between these three: Herb Abrams, okay, New Jack, okay, Brawl. Okay, those are my two. Yes. Yeah, okay, because <laughs> New Jack made me laugh because New Jack New Jack's just crazy as shit. Okay. New Jack when he said the bombs away. And Joel had had me die. And then uh, I think the the brawl for all just because he was like, Yeah, look at uh, look at Bradshaw getting knocked out. Yeah. And he was like, I, I went I went condone it, but that show is funny or something like that. Exactly. 
like just hearing on. the exchange between Vince Russo and Jim Cornette is hilarious <laughs> to me because he is oh, the skid mark of life. Uh, so, but and then and then when it comes to Herb Abrams, and I'm just like the stories that they were telling about this man and cocaine, how he hated lipstick and perfume. And how they how they go to because I'm trying to get these people's names down because I don't want to get because they, they interview a lot of people that was part of that whole um, U, UW they interview Steve Ray not Stevie Ray they uh, they had Mick Foley because he was there as Cactus Jack they, uh, who else they interview um, sh- I'm trying to hope see if I can get a list right now uh, just just real quick he was like. Come on, Andre, come over here. And then he, he brought, he lured up Andre. And it's just like, Andre did what? Andre, come on back over here, stop playing. Stop. <laughs> said, All right. Andre was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to come back, Vince, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? Andre was in the promo to talk about stuff. So what does UWF mean? I was dying. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you did good, Herb. <laughs> you did good with that one, didn't you? Okay. <laughs> okay, so... It, it starts out, it's talking about, you know, Herb Abrams is this guy who's this big wrestling fan. He wants to start an old wrestling organization. And at this time, nobody knows what Herb Abrams does. Okay. <laughs> at, at, at all. But he did have a women's clothing store. So he uh, approached, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, I forgot the guy's name. That he approached saying that he... Uh, was it Rick Allen? I'm trying to. I uh, I okay, so um, yeah, he, he he talked with this guy, and he wanted to say, "Look, let's have a wrestling convention at my store, and all the women can buy, uh, you know, clothes at my shop." And uh, so when he did that, so that they had the wrestling convention, they had all like some top names there, stuff like that. And then he uh, opens opens the announcement of wanting to start this organization, this company called the UWF. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <clears throat> he says he's looking for big things. So he had a lot of superstars over there. Like I said, he had Steve Ray over there. He had Mick Foley over there. He had Chief J. Strongbone. He had uh, Paul Lorndorf. He had Bam Bam Bigelow. He, he, he had some star power. Even though Mick Foley said he felt as though that Herb had bigger star power over UWF than WWE had at that time. And I'm just like, slow down, Mick Foley. They had Hogan, Warrior, Savage, Piper, Rude, Perfect, Michaels, Brett, Heart Foundation, Demolition, LOD. Like, stop it. (laughs) Their star power was unmatched at that time. But he did decent enough for somebody who's starting off the brand. Yeah. I'll say that. Yes. I, I think at one point, um, Sid Vicious was over there also. Uh, it sounded like something that happened. Sound like something Sid Vicious would do. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, so, uh, he, uh, uh, there's this guy, what was it? Uh, B. Brian Blair. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was we, we'll talking about working for Herb, and, I, and wasn't he the one that Herb flew out to this hotel room, and he said he was waiting for uh, Herb Abrams to to come in there and 
pitched to him all the stuff about the UWF. And then next thing you know, these two hookers came into the room. And he said, I'm not talking about them snazzle tooth uh, Carolina girls. I'm talking about some Hollywood hunters. Bro, I was in tears. I, was I believe that's the guy that was in the Killer Bees, I, I think, right? Say what? I believe B. Blair... B. Blair Brown was in the Killer Bees, I believe. He might ha- have. He, he he might have been. He, I think so. Something like that. He was. In. Yeah. I forgot. Okay. So. Uh, but yeah. So. Uh, oh, okay. So I, I have the name of his uh, clothing shop. It was called I'm a Big Girl. Now it was a big girl clothing <laughs> store. What's <laughs> the name of it though? That was okay. A, that was the name right. of it called I'm a Big I'm a Big Girl Now. Might as well should have just had Al Bundy working there. Yo, stop it. <laughs> uh, so, October 1st, 1990 was the launch of UWF's uh, TV debut called Fury Hour. So, a lot of, you know, a lot of times people back then, you know, wrestling shows, we get three hours of wrestling on Mondays now, but back then, all wrestling shows like an hour long. Yep. You know yep. So, he had that, and then Mick Foley... You know, it's something about Mick Foley because Mick Foley was like, I believed in her vision. I'm just like, are you that impressionable? Because he did the same thing with Paul Heyman also when he went to ECW. I was like, he believed in his vision and then same thing with Vince. I'm just like, it just seems like some of the time, I don't want to call Mick Foley out, but it just seems that some of the time Mick Foley be like very impressionable. I don't think he's more impressionable. I just think he, I think he not overthinks it, but he can see like, if somebody tells him a, a, a idea or something, He'll probably like be like two times more than that, or he'll yeah. probably envision it three times more than that, or something. You're probably so, right. So they you know. they had Doctor Dr. Steve Williams, Bob, oh, Bob Orton also. I forgot that you know. Oh, Doctor, oh my God, that's a never mind. That's just a, that's an inside joke, but it's a Luke, Luke Gallows and yeah, uh-huh. I'll tell you that later. Okay. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, and he said uh, Herb was hands off, not hands on. And things ran a little bit looser than than WWF, which uh, meant you know a lot of people have more creative control over their characters of a day, which is not a good thing. Red flag Better, number yeah. one. It depends on the person sometimes, but yeah, uh, just loose like that how they was is not a good thing. Yeah. So then there was a meeting that Herb had with Vince McMahon, and he said he, he said that since his WWE. <laughs> Since WWE, uh, you know, oh, they like ran New York. They was on the East Coast. Of course, the, you know, the, the uh, Titan Towers in Greenwich, Connecticut. He said, well, if you take care of the East Coast and Midwest, I could handle the West Coast. That, that's what you would have heard. That's all you would have heard. And they said that Vince blew him off. And first of all, I would love to see Vince blow off her Abrams. And then Herb got pissed. And then now it was his just his mission to uh, destroy Vince McMahon. He wanted to take out the WWF, and then he wants to he wanted to instead of making his own wrestling, but he wanted to compete with Vince. And look, to say what you want about Vince McMahon, a lot of people have tried, all have failed. That is a true statement. Hilarious. Okay. I'm first just like, of all, first of all, uh-huh. you know what I'm gonna do? I'm mad at this. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make a title that says "F you" on it. 
<laughs> what? All right. <laughs> See, look, a lot of them tried. All have failed. You know, I so, think that's probably one of the funniest uh, things to come out of events. Yeah. I would just say, if you. <laughs> like, what? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Uh, Marty Esberg was the manager of, uh, uh, of UWF, and then, um, he was, uh, you know, heard about, you know, her doing all the money around, especially in the cocaine. Okay, so Mar- it wasn't Brian, but it was Marty that went in for the meeting, and that he he was he was set up in a suite in Beverly Hills that was in his name, her put okay. in his name, and he said he uh brought in t- two hinge girls. I have I quote: "We're not talking about South Carolina snaggletooth call girls. We're talking about Hollywood hunters." That and, is hilarious. <laughs> and then so. Uh, he said he was with me at the suite, and then Herb came in, and then he broke out some cocaine and put it on both nightstands. And he said it was like watching a porno because he felt uncomfortable, wanted to leave, but he couldn't leave because the uh, the suite was in his name. So he said basically a porno broke out, and he just said he just sat away from it, and he said it was a long night. I bet it was. Can you imagine? You seeing Herb Abrams, this guy who's supposed to be the president, the CEO of this UWF, and he's in this hotel room with these Hollywood hunters. I'm gonna start saying it. These Hollywood hunters. You say it like that, you sound like Little Richard. <laughs> you didn't say that low, but uh, and then all this cocaine, you had to sit there and watch them do whatever they're doing for all them hours. I mean, honestly. I, after after a certain point, I would have been like, "Is this really worth it? Is this really what I want?" Mm-hmm. Like, just I don't know what I would have did. Yeah. Well, so uh, Lenny, his uh, his friend shows off the UWF title, which, as you would refer to, is the uh, referred to as the F as a fuck you to Vince. And his goal was to bury the WWF. I mean, the title didn't look that bad, but it wasn't that great. I think um, at one point, I believe Ring of Honor had a title similar to that. Mm-hmm. But it, it looked different, but you could tell it probably was inspired by that. Yeah. And then, so what then would happen is, like you say, he bring, he gets his first uh, attack at Vince by bringing in Andre the Giant. And now, <laughs> now, now, now people, this, this is 1990. Andre the Giant is well past his prime. Well, he was well past his prime in eighty four. Yeah. Whenever that was, he fought Hogan. Hogan? Yeah, like 85 so I'm just like he could barely walk at this time. First of all, no, and, and no disrespect, this is a true statement. Andre already had about three years left because he died in ninety three. Yeah, so, was that he wasn't on crutches then? I'm assuming. No, 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 no. The crutches was after the car the car accident. So I, I remember did, he was on he was on a uh, crutches, yeah. still trying to wrestle with the bushwhackers of all people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so Andre made this one appearance. He did a promo. He asked him, "What does UWF stand for?" And then uh, Vince heard about it. He's like, "He made the call." Like Andre, seriously, what you doing, bro? Come back over here, and I just like, <laughs> yeah, all right. stop playing. Come on back over here. 
you know, so it, it was just like and he just, just like a kid that was in trouble. All, all right, and came, and came back over there, and her was now embarrassed. So now, when this is what happens to companies when they take one big shot at WWE and they fail, they all—it's like deja vu. They always go for all these gimmick-style made-up matches because they really don't do them that often, and they just think that's going to win, and that was what fucks them up. So he said he threw every he threw every gimmick character and gimmick match he could on the screen, but he was just throwing guys together that had no chemistry with each other. And then, uh, you know, it really bothered him, and then he just said that... Uh, you know, uh, her was trying to get on TV, kind of, kind of like like the Eric Bischoff kind of role, that you know, to try to get a promo on TV and stuff like that. And he was trying also <clears throat> to put out UWF uh, merch, which included cookies. Now, remember back in the day, the WWE F had the ice cream bars. Yep, of course. <clears throat> and they had the cookie ice cream bars. That was on the uh, the ice cream truck. I I missed them, Jones. And they had they had them in the mid nineties, all the way up to the attitude era. Then they just decided <laughs> to get rid of them all of a sudden. But, exactly. You know. But no, not her baby. You know what we had we know we had at UWF. <laughs> Tell them what they had. We had Herbie cookies. We Herbie. had. <laughs> We had packs of these. These were oatmeal cookies because that's what kids are going to get. Oatmeal cookies over chocolate chip or oatmeal cookies over ice cream. Oatmeal cookies with some of your favorite UWF stars on there in their likeness. And then he wanted to have the Herbie cookie and also one of the ice cream bars, but only could get a cookie deal. I would love for me and you one day to do a video where we ever can get together and find a pack of Herbie cookies and try but that's too much cocaine for me <laughs> yo I was listening to the Solomon Monster right and he said okay. he said you know the Oreo cookie that had the cream inside uh-huh. he said Herb got another cream in there that's the Herbie <laughs> cookie <laughs> Can you imagine the, 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 the two chocolate cookies and the just c- cocaine cream in there? Yo. This man hurt. This man was crazy. This man was wild. He was. Uh, so his next thing was he wanted uh, to throw a pay-per-view. And uh, the pay-per-view was going to be called Beach Brawl. And it, it, they had an ad for it. And the pay-per-view was only at fourteen ninety five. Fourteen ninety five. I, I mean, you, the last pay-per-view I paid for before the network was sixty dollars. Yeah, I mean, back in that day, that was probably like what thirty or forty, maybe. Uh-huh. So, and, and he felt as though since WWF and WCW can do the pay-per-views, what can be wrong? So he tried to hold a pay-per-view at uh, Pimento, Florida, which. Uh, was an hour away from the closest major city. So this man yeah, did it in the middle of nowhere. <clears throat> and then he said he he but he picked a place that WWF uh were used for TV tapings. And he said 
He said he promised there'll be news media there, millions of fans watching. The place only hold about four thousand people. Five hundred showed up. Five hundred showed up to the point where they had to dim the lights to kind of hide it. The hickory fall in there. Well, you know, I try. I look at the glass at four. I tried to use the environment. It's, I'm going. I'm going on all the seats. <laughs> I'm oh like, thanks, Mick. Th- thank you for showing us how many people are not there. You know what I'm saying? Th- 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 thank you for showing us how many people are not there. And then before his first pay per view, he he uh he goes crazy in Florida, and then uh he was partying all week with cocaine, and then his his uh his business partner Lenny found him, and he said, "Yo, you need to go to rehab, bro," because he said he was just in the middle of the room with, with with the strippers, just jumping up and down, and they showed the reenactment of that joy, and I was dying, and I was just like, "Yo." He is coked out of his mind. He needs yeah. because you know what was happening is that he was taking his money and he was spending on hookers, but he was not paying the boys. <laughs> and then when the, uh, when, uh, the pay-per-view came back, uh, Brian Blair called it the worst pay-per-view in history. It had a zero point uh, zero one buy rate. You know, and when he said that, I kind of made it kind of made me want to go want to watch it just to see how bad it was. Did you watch it? No, not yet. Okay, he said that that's either a hundred or a thousand people in paid for it. So if you do fourteen ninety five times a hundred or fourteen ninety five times a thousand, you make making no money. You're making no money at all, and then uh. Like I said, Mick Foley was the only one that was out there talking about some of the MDCs for me to do cool stuff. Oh, Mick Foley. And even the article that I'm reading of the 411 Mania even says, God bless Mick. With, a, with an exclamation point <laughs> on that joy. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, Blair, by the way, just, just, just <coughs> while we're talking, uh-huh. as soon as I'm done, I'm going to watch it because I don't found the link already. So as soon as we're done, I'm watching, uh, what's it called? The Brawl? Oh, uh, Beach Brawl? Beach Raw, yeah, I'm watching that. Oh my, okay. So on next week's podcast, you gotta talk about it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> next week's podcast, you gotta okay. talk about it. No so, problem. uh, the, Brian Blair talks about him going to see her for past due money inside the room, and he said there was two hookers and two piles of cocaine. Yeah, her of course. Wrote him a check, wrote, wrote a check for $2,000 for each girl while laughing, <clears throat> and had a lead so they could talk to Brian. And he questioned the promotion. He said, "How could a promotion last long with somebody with somebody like this in charge?" I'm like, "Is it now just hitting in?" So, <clears throat> a lot of wrestlers been stiffed on their pay because Herb said, "I got millions of dollars. Don't worry about it." But he had two accounts. He had one account that had millions of dollars, and then he had another account that had nothing in there. And he was writing the checks. To the boys from the account that had nothing in there. Oh, that sucks. That's, yeah. d- I'm just like, but he knew what he was doing. And he was using the, the, the account with the millions of dollars on there to pay the hookers. Yeah, because I was like, <coughs> you know, if you, if you, uh, you'd probably be like, why is it, yeah, you got hookers on hookers on hookers, like. And then know. on top of that, you gotta pay for the cocaine. 
Yeah, yeah, gotta pay for, uh, pay for the white monkey. Exactly. So you, you get you got you got pay for all that booger sugar, as they call it. You know. So he said, uh, Marty and a couple people uh, threatened to kill him uh, because he wasn't paying. He was paying rest. Even one, one thing of saying that holding him over a five-story building uh, wouldn't pay him. Uh, so. Uh, he 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 went through a, a a lot of uh crazy stuff. Then WrestleMania Nine happens, and he's and then Herbie's idea says WrestleMania Nine. Now we personally don't like WrestleMania Nine. We thought it was one of the worst ones, but it was a yeah. big spectacle because it was the first one outside. <clears throat> sure. Yeah, look, it was the first one outside. It, it had the whole Roman theme in Vegas and stuff like that. So it was a lot of stuff going on. In that one, was it a great? Do one? they no. even have themes anymore that they keep mm. up with? No, I mean the the last theme. Well, no, hold on, WrestleMania always has a theme. WrestleMania I'm talking about that they keep up with, like mm. like for example, the Roman time they all wore Roman things. I I would say the last time they had a theme where they all kept up with it was probably WrestleMania 33 with the with the with the theme part. Okay, okay. I mean. New Orleans was just a New Orleans set, but everybody, I mean, you had the opening and stuff like that. I mean, but, you know, everybody's not going to dress up New Orleans unless your name is Byron Saxton. So, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I kind of did, like, like when they have a, I was just saying, like, it kind of be cool, because I remember watching, like, when WCW have their shows, they had, like, Dash at the Beach, they mm-hmm. all just dressed down in beachwear and stuff like that. Exactly. So I just thought that kind of stuff is cool. Oh, no, that kind of stuff is cool, and thank you for bringing up that, that WCW was doing it first. Yeah. Now another Uh, company does it when they have something special. So, uh huh. Uh, And they said so. Look, it was getting really, really bad. Guys weren't getting paid, and then you know, uh, eventually UWF kind of fell down. So he said that Herb was on drugs so bad he aged ten years in two years. Yeah. Because Herb Abrams died at the age of forty-one, he was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, he said his his friend Lenny said that he was clean, and they had a video of him in nineteen ninety-six. Uh, was recorded as the last known recording of Abrams, and he looks happy. He looks like he's kind of in control of everything, and then he said, but then he just went missing. And then uh, he got a call from from Sunny Beach that Herb had passed away, and then uh, it it was saying that on July twenty third, nineteen ninety six, police responded to an unbelievable scene at Herb's office. The details spar- sparse, but he said it was cocaine. Hookers were involved, and it seemed that he, uh, he also destroyed his office with a baseball bat, and. He was naked, covered with baby oil and cocaine. Can you imagine that scene? Can you just imagine how he got it on him? First of all, bro, well, you got well, did, he, did he did he did he lay down in it? Did they put it on him? Like like they, what? They, they probably put him on him, and then they probably put the cocaine on him. He just probably rubbed him around in the cocaine. That's probably that's probably what they did. They probably was doing some weird, nasty stuff in there. And then, uh, 
He said the escort may have tried to rob him and he decided to chase them naked with the bat. And then he was also rumors that uh, the police sodomized him with their nightstick. And he either had a heart attack or a seizure. They're not really sure the, the, the story, but he died in the back of a police car. So whether it was a heart attack or a seizure, he died in the back of the patrol car. I thought I said I mm. wasn't quite sure if he died before they put him in or well, like, why uh, in, the, in the actual mm. jail or in the police car. You're right. And th- they was just like, oh my God. <laughs> they was just like, her went out the way he would to with cocaine and hookers. Yep. They, yep. They, they're serious. And uh, there was rumors that he was still alive because he came into another promotion saying that he wanted to sue about with the cowboy boots coming in. He wanted to say he was still for the one sue for the UWF. And I'm just like, but everybody was just like, no, Herb's dead <laughs> because Herb wouldn't be gone for, you know, for, for 20 or 30 years and not contact me. And then like, some people made a made good point that Herb couldn't stay still for 30 years. Yeah, especially yeah. he couldn't, you know, ain't nobody to think about yeah. no Herbie no Herbie cookies or no uh, cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Like, but, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure his past couple clients of hookers is like, oh yeah, Herb's over there. So, you know. Exactly. You know what's funny? Uh, 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 the, the, the Dark Side After Dark date interview Missy Hyatt, I'm just like, she wasn't one of them? Hey, you never know. Exactly. bro. She, she was saying some cryptic things. And she, she said the last time she saw her Abrams, she didn't get, uh, he was supposed to sign her over her check, and, she, and he never did it. So, there's that. So, but that was the Herb Abrams story uh, yep. in the UWF on Dark Side of the Ring. The funny thing is, I didn't even know he was doing this episode. Yeah, I think, I don't, this one and, um, what's the one? The one from last week. What was the one from last week? Dave Swartz. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. Well, uh, whatever, but... Yeah, this the, one I did not know that they was doing at all. All the other ones, I, I remember mm, them mm. saying that they was going to do them, but this mm. one I didn't remember at all. Yeah, I know. We, we still got to talk about Dave Swartz, but I'm, uh, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, when it came to... Uh, uh, this Herb was there, I was like, I was just so blown away, but it's still one of my favorite episodes. Now, next week, on next week's podcast, episode 141, we're going to talk about the Road Warriors. And then we're at the season finale. Yep, yep, yep. we know what the season finale is. Uh Owen Hart. Just don't uh, get too sad on it. I'm going to say, we started with Chris. We got Chris out the way. And then we went, we had some fun moments. We, We laughed and we joked. We got mad, but now... We got to come back to Owen Hart. You knew it was coming eventually. So, so you think they're gonna interview like what Brett or well, like? Brett, there's no what they may interview Brett, but Brett's on the W contract, so I don't know. But you know what, Brett don't give a fuck. He really they interviewed him the first time though. Say what? They interviewed him the first season, so uh, maybe. You know, well, I mean, yeah, it's him, him, and Sh- yeah. You know, I, I don't know, but. I'm so curious. We haven't heard from Martha in years. We haven't heard from Martha in years. We haven't heard from her in 21 years. I'm curious of what she's going to say. Because Dark Side of the Ring don't care. If she lets some shit out, she's going to say some shit. Yeah, she might be on the After Dark show, too. 
Uh, yo, if Marley go to after, get on After Dark, I'm done. And this is the part that they cut out. I'll say this, this, and this. Uh, exactly. You're not going to get him. Oh, oh, I, I, I'm just so curious to see what Martha, it, it, what Martha's going to say. So, all right, guys. So that was double the dark side of the ring that you guys have gotten. I want to thank. Uh, we're about to end the show right here. I want to thank uh, QFlow and uh, for doing the predictions. Uh, uh, with me uh, earlier in the show, and then uh, so but the prime, you know, saying that thank you for helping me out so we can finish the show. Like I said, I know I was sick, so I know this podcast has come up kind of late and we missed a little bit, but we're back on track now. So ne- next week we got a lot, a lot to talk about. Uh, next week as well. So so stay- I, I will, and I, I will give y'all a review on uh. What's called Beach, uh, Beach Brawl? What's called Brawl Beach Brawl? Beach UWF? Brawl. Yeah. UWF yeah. Beach Brawl for fourteen ninety five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so yeah, we'll, we'll see how it is. Exactly. So make sure you guys check out spacefully.com, the brush company we are a part of. Check out the podcast they have over there, Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, both sides of the Market Dark Show. Check out our content on there, the No Gimmick Scene, the Wrestling Podcast, the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond. And drunk off sober tongues with the upcoming Ballers Lounge coming up. We're just trying to get some couple things out the way because you know this pandemic slows everything down. And then uh, make sure you guys check out us on all your podcast apps: Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You name it, we got it. Also on YouTube, YouTube Premium. You can try it out. There's a free trial going on right now. But if you have Google Play, you should have YouTube Premium. And also check out the real nerdcoalition.com. The real nerdcoalition.com. They got all our great merch up there as well. Check out the Nerd Coalition merch with the NC with the Shazam logo. I want y'all to be getting that one. The regular NC logo. The retro NC logo as well. And of course the No Gimmick Scene Wrestling Podcast shirts. All these great things is shirts. There's hoodies up there. I'm trying to invest in masks. If we got to go out here in this pandemic and we don't know when it's going to be over, we need some masks out here. So, you know what I'm saying? I agree to have some masks out here. I thought that would be kind of cool as well. So, uh, make sure you get all that kind of stuff. Check out QFlow stuff, the Layover merch, and check out the War Drum album. QFlow, who does the music at the end of the podcast and the music at the end of the videos. Check all that great stuff out. And you guys should check out his latest album, The War Drum. So, all that good stuff. So, Prime, thanks, thanks for joining. Thanks for helping me out here today. It's my day. So, no problem. Yep, can't wait to see you guys next week. So, once again, this is NC, the place to be. Joe Troy, Mr. A&E, and my co-host, not Deion Sanders for Primetime. <laughs> it's been real. Oh, right. And then Q-Flow, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc
Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.